0: Trigger warning. Trigger warning. If you do find this not helpful at the moment, don't feel like you have There's to There's any keep... pressure to listen yeah. whatsoever. Know that Georgia and I care about you and that we love you and that we want what's best for you. Yeah. If this podcast is not aiding you in your recovery and your mental state and how your day is going, please not feel any pressure or need to listen to it yeah just take care of yourself just take care of yourself also georgia and i are not professionals no. at all no. when it comes to like we're, we don't have degrees in this no, we're not. We not no we <laughs> no. are just two girls who are recovering from eating disorders themselves wanting to share our stories right and shed some light on some topics that may be harder to talk about there will right. also be many resources in our description box so if there's any point during this episode any point at all that you feel like that you need that little bit of extra support no there's no judgment there's nothing wrong with you needing that and that feel free to use them and that we support you and that we are so proud of you yes yeah yeah picture me this i'm here we eat the fucking food we eat the fucking food (laughs) (laughs) hello and welcome back to another episode of we eat the fucking food my name is lauren and if this is your first time listening hey Welcome to this little shindig we got going on. And if this is not your first time listening and you're an avid fan to the podcast, I am in love with you. Thank you so much for everything that you bring into my life. And I know Georgia's life and Darcy's life and Janelle's life and Alex's life and all of our lives. I love this podcast so much. And I'm so happy I have this outlet to express my thoughts and kind of like self-journal I was talking to, I was visiting a friend yesterday and we were kind of just talking about our mental health journeys. Jake, if you're listening to this, hey. But he said something how he started to kind of record himself and later listen back to like what he had said and everything. And I was kind of like, oh my gosh, that's what the podcast does. It's like audio journaling almost, or at least that's how it feels for me. It always feels so good to be able to get some thoughts out. So that's what this episode, I'm just going to get some thoughts out and kind of update everybody with what's been going on in my life post-grad. Recently, recently, as of three days ago, I moved to Chicago. So I finally live in Chicago and it's weird because I don't feel like I actually live here yet. And I don't know when I'm going to feel like I live here. I, I can't even explain like the feeling that I have. It's like this I'm not really like grounded in the move. I Maybe it's because I have a job, but it's like I work one day a week type of job and I'm not super confident in transportation ways throughout the city, be that bus or train yet. I'm working on it. I did take the CTA for the first time yesterday by myself and I made it, but I was so, so anxious, like hyping myself up for it. I actually went a whole entire summer one time when I was working in the city on a show and I refused to learn any of the public transportation like ways. I just really refused to. So I walked everywhere, but I have been walking a lot and it's nice because I'm able to kind of like explore new parts of the city. I'm currently living in the South Loop and any of the times I've like spent extended periods of time in the city, it's always been more Northern areas or like in the suburbs where I went to college in Naperville. So it's been fun to be able to like explore this area, but it's also hard because I don't really know anybody who lives around here. Thankfully, Sedona is moving down to like the South Loop. So I'll have some more people like in this general area, but a lot of my friends currently live more North. So that's why I was like, I need to figure out this CTA. But luckily it's just literally a train with stops, and I can take from, like, my one stop to the next stop. Yay, the red line. Ugh. I feel like I'm such an adult, but I don't feel like I'm an adult. It's just such, like, a weird little chapter. I'm living with my aunt, who just bought this really, really nice townhouse, and she so graciously offered me, like, a room, and my room has, like, its own bathroom and, like, a walk-in closet. I'm living in luxury for... Chicago and people in like my age demographic. And I realized that and I'm super, super, super grateful for it. But also I'm living by myself right now in like this townhouse as she is in the process of selling their old place. So it's kind of weird to be in this large space with it being like half furnished, but my room is fully furnished. I feel like I'm kind of like squatting right now or like I'm loitering. I'm not, but I kind of feel that way. I feel like I'm like faking this like persona as if I'm like, I feel like, and I am no offense, I'm not trying to say this in like a rude way. Like if you are more like well off and you do have that like privilege, but I do feel like a trust fund kid right now a little bit. (laughs) So I just wanted to put that out there that I do recognize the privilege that I have with this living situation and I'm not complaining about it at all. And I'm not complaining about being able to live in my favorite city, but I think it's weird because I've hyped up living in Chicago for God, since I was eight. And to now like finally be doing it, it doesn't feel like how I thought it would feel, but I I don't even know what I was expecting it really to feel like, or like the expectation I had for myself. I'm not sure, I'll get more into that later, but we're gonna start with our highs and lows. So my high of this week would definitely be moving to the city of Chicago. Oh, and I got a haircut. I know I said in the episode that I had filmed, filmed, recorded with Darcy, that I was, my low of the week was my hair not being able to figure it out. Well, I was able to snag a last minute haircut with my hairstylist back in Wisconsin. And that's made me really happy because I really like this length I got going right now. It's like a really, really short, like right at my ear length kind of thing, but it's all the same length now. So it looks more like a blunt cut versus like I was rocking a really like overly grown out, pixie mullet ish looking thing and I just feel like this fits more of my vibe better the low of my week would have to be the fact that my phone is breaking currently it's broken and it's breaking so the bottom of my phone like the screen has gone completely black in like the right corner of it and it's just kind of like slowly taking over the whole entire bottom of it it reminds me I recently watched stranger things I liked it a lot I liked it a lot. I'm just pretty into it. Even though I'm not a sci-fi person, Like that's not really the genre I would tend to like lean towards. I still was really into it. Anyway, it reminded me of like the um, fog thing kind of like infecting my screen. That's what that's what it looks like. So that's been a low because I am wake up every morning with anxiety about it. And a part of me, like anytime I feel like, this is a weird thing to say, but anytime I feel like overly anxious, I just want to like squish it like my screen, because if I press on it, then it spreads more. Like if I press too hard on my screen, I'm, I'm not going to do that, but it's still functioning, but it's just annoying. Another low of my week is the fact that I do feel somewhat isolated living here, but I think that's just because my like main support systems being my parents and Kyle are in Wisconsin. So the people I've spent the past like two months with post-grad I'm not really seeing anymore. So I think that that might be part of like the isolation. I mean, I've seen friends two out of the three days I've lived here. And I also need to like give myself a break because I literally moved here three days ago. So it's okay that I don't have like my job, like fully, fully set in place. And that I'm still trying to figure out how to commute around the city. Like, that's fine. Like I need to lower that expectation I put on myself to be this extremely productive 23-year-old, like fully functioning after moving to a new city less than 3 days ago. Less than a week ago. But so that's that's been my lows kind of feeling a little bit isolated. But what I'm proud of and what's been going well in my recovery is the fact that like I feel so far removed from my behaviors and the urges to use my behaviors like with all this free time that I have right now and with this isolation pretty much I know how easy it would be for me to fall back into behaviors and to just put myself back in like that lifestyle because I have the means right now and the time and the ability to focus. Like my days like aren't really filled with anything. Like I have to fill them with activities myself and I could easily make those activities disordered, but I haven't. And I'm very, very proud of that. Very proud of that. I've been fueling myself quite well. By quite well, I mean, I'm hitting like my three meals a day and snacks, which is really big for me. And I'm allowing myself to have more like my bitch foods. And I'm not feeling much anxiety about making that choice or making that decision. On the contrary side, I feel like I've been using food as like support. And I know that there's like a healthy balance in between that of like, you can emotion be eating for emotional reasons and then also be eating for like physical and also be eating for social. There's so many different like ways in which we eat or like what we use food for. And not that I'm saying I've been emotionally eating, but it's definitely food has been comforting and mealtimes have been comforting for me, which I just find to be so interesting because normally during these episodes of change in my life or these eras of like change, I would fall back to seeing food as like an enemy and like trying to eat as little as possible and to like restrict and like basically almost like show my discomfort with the situation onto my relationship with food. But I'm not doing that, which is super cool. So that's been like a plus side of this whole entire move is that I am not falling back into behaviors. And I feel like every single time that change has been coming into my life, more and more and more, I find myself further and further and further away from the urges to use behaviors and the anxieties around food and those behaviors, which is super, super awesome. And like within these past couple of days in Chicago, I've gotten to eat some really good food. I went out to dinner and then brunch with my parents when they were here and my aunt kind of like moving me in. And it was honestly probably, dinner was the best chicken I ever ate. The chicken was amazing. And the, and the brunch, oh my gosh. It was literally, I, I can't explain. It was like a buffet brunch type thing, but they just kept bringing you out the foods and they had like so many different options. It was like they had cheesy eggs and they had like really nice like yogurt with a homemade granola and they had these pancakes. But my favorite thing, they had this French toast that was like sourdough bread, like super thick cut, like infused with cream. Oh my goodness. With like walnuts on top of it and like a syrup from Wisconsin. And I was like, gosh. It was so, so good. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, wow, if this would have been me even a year ago, I would not have been able to sit and feel this amount of freedom around the food that I'm eating, which is cool. I've also noticed on the side of recovery, I'm just right now almost, I'm sorry if this is coming off as me like bragging about my recovery, but I just feel like a lot has shifted in my recovery and in my specific, like my anxiety recently which is, again, interesting because normally I would have thought that I would have seen a spike in it, but like I, it's anything, I honestly feel like it's like a decrease. But what I was going to say is normally whenever I am looking for a snack or wanting a snack or looking for like a way to like fuel myself, I lean more towards like protein-heavy options and steer away from carb options like at all. But recently I've been eating the carb option and wanting the carb option and not feeling any guilt for eating the, the carb option isn't the right word. Starch, the starch option. But I normally would shy away from that, but I'm not right now. And I bought myself food at the grocery store. I bought myself, scratch it, I didn't buy myself. My parents bought me groceries this time around. Thanks mom and dad. But I bought this like cheddar, broccoli, mac and cheesy type of thing that I used to eat all the time as a kid and I was like, "Oh my God, this is so cute and so fun." And I bought myself like sweet like treats to have here. And I bought myself like pretzels that like in my mind, I feel like whenever I would be approached by like a new environment and almost get to like start from scratch when they came to my grocery shopping, I would always choose options that were safe, but I didn't go to my safe options this time. Also, nor did I even look at calories when I was in the grocery store. I mean, it's not like I wasn't aware of them and knowledgeable of the what, like, I'd be eating, but I didn't let the calories determine the foods that I bought and didn't stop to check the calories and compare them to other options, which is a very, very, very big deal for me. I don't know. It's been weird. Like, I know that I still have an eating disorder or that I'm still, like, in recovery, but, like, if somebody were to come up to me and ask me if, like, if I had an eating disorder right now, I generally don't know if I'd say yes or no, and I feel like this is the first time that I felt like I wouldn't immediately be like, yeah, I have an eating disorder. Because I feel like for the first time, I, like, haven't been using behaviors for this extended period of time while existing in the body that I'm existing in. And I'm pretty proud about it. But moving to a new city and almost like, I don't know, I feel like I'm, like, restarting my identity. And not that I don't want people, and, and I'm not like, I don't want people to know I have an eating disorder and not like I don't, or had an eating disorder. I don't really know what, to, how to phrase that, but that I don't want people to know that like, that's part of my life. I'm not saying that, but it's like not the immediate thing that I think about anymore. Like how, I'm not like how I want to be known for, because I love this podcast. I love having some sort of, I don't like, I don't know if it's like following or like influence or people in my life specifically, like people that specifically follow me because of my content regarding my recovery. Like, I love that. And I love being known for that, I guess. But also, I feel myself feeling farther and farther removed from my eating disorder. So, when it comes to the podcast, and I'm not going to stop the podcast because I love it. And I guess I'm also asking question to you who are listening that while I feel like I'm moving farther and farther away from my eating disorder and my recovery is becoming more and more stable and strong that I am unsure what to really talk about sometimes on the podcast, because in the past I know i had been like able to give updates and like, I mean, updates were never good because it's always like update. I relapse update. went back to treatment. But like now that I feel like I don't, need that and that that's not the direction that I'm heading in anymore that I struggle with like figuring out topics or things to talk about and of course I still want to have more like guests on it and more people from like different walks of life and that's the plan and always like the goal but if there's any content or any topics that you would like me or Georgia or anybody that's been on the podcast to come back and talk about or to talk about feel free to follow one follow us on Instagram at we eat the fucking food Two, you can follow my personal or any of our personals. Three, you can email or leave a comment on wherever you're listening. But I don't know. I don't know. Life is just a big, I don't know. I've been living in this gray and existing. And I was talking to my mom about that yesterday too, is that I literally feel like after the wedding, after my family vacation, that I just started like existing. That I'm like, I don't know, I don't feel any push or pull towards anything specifically, but I also, I don't know. I just feel very unsure in myself and in my future, but that's what I was hoping for with this move and with this next year in my life. But now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh no, I want control. I was like, I I think I I made a lie. I don't actually want that life. I need to know exactly what I'm doing career-wise. I need to have XYZ lined up and it's just a funny time. So I don't know, maybe I'll talk more about that at some point. But yeah, what I'm going to do to take care of myself tonight is I'm going to try to cook some ground turkey. I've been really pushing myself because when it comes to meat, I don't I haven't cooked meat ever before, I but I did cook myself a chicken breast the other day. It was edible. That's all I'm going to say. It was edible but I'm going to try to cook some ground turkey tonight. I don't know what I'm going to eat it on or like what I'm going to have it with, but I do know that my meals gonna consist of that. And also I'm going to walk to Target because I need to get hairspray so that I can laminate my eyebrows because I have my first day of work tomorrow and I want my eyebrows to be done because that's where a lot of my confidence lies is in my eyebrows. Sorry for the shorter episode and the random episode, but I just wanted to get something out for y'all to be able to listen to it. Um, I love you. Thank you for listening. I am proud of you. I hope that your week is going well and that it continues to go well. Remember to eat the fucking food and turn in next week. Thank you. Bye.